Censors, podcast consumers, welcome to episode 44 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall, hosted by me, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. Uh, we've got a great show for you this week. Feeling a little re-energized. It's it's been a long couple of weeks, and somehow I have uh, I've I've come come into this episode with a little more energy than than we've had for really the past few episodes. Uh, I don't know if that says a lot about me or a lot about the world we live in. Either way, that's where we are. Uh, a lot of great stuff for you this week. Uh, hopefully you're tuning in, uh, whether it's on the video or the audio, uh, but lots of great stuff for you this week. We always, of course, though, kick things off with our social plugs. Uh, you can keep up with us during episodes, after episodes, for episodes, whenever you so please, and you can do that in multiple locations. One of those would be facebook.com slash Go tell it to the wall. That's right. Facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That is, of course, our our official Facebook page. Uh, and if you've been on on Facebook the past, gosh, I, I want to say the past week, uh, they've actually updated a lot of stuff on their pages. Stuff looks a little different. Uh, so if you've been on there, please double check that you're actually following. And if you haven't been on the page for a while, but you, you know, you know that you'd like the page uh, and or followed the official go tell it to the wall page, go and double check because we lost some followers and it was funny because I was at first I was like did, or did people just get off the page and then I was like no no you you are a producer of the podcast you should should be on the page uh, so I think with the updates and everything some people kind of got dropped off of there so make sure even if you were on there before uh, check out facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall and make sure you're, you're still on the page uh, you'll notice it's kind of I don't know they, I always say this about Facebook, and I was just, I was just saying it to my uh, to my wife last weekend because they changed stuff with the video uploading process, and I was like, why, why, why? Uh, so I don't want to say like, oh, shiny new page. They did some stuff. It updated. It made gave me a headache for a day and a half having to deal with things. Uh, but of course, we're already getting tangented. Either way, just make sure you're on the Facebook page if you're a Facebook user, and that's how you want to keep up to date uh, on everything. Go tell us the wall and Common Sense Sundays and Sean Work Live. And of course, we are on YouTube. Head over to YouTube, search Go Tell It to the Wall, uh, subscribe to our channel. That's where you're going to find all of our video feeds after the fact, as well as our beer reviews, our Mental Health Monday playlists, our parenting playlists. All that great stuff uh, is right there on YouTube, so make sure you're subscribed to our channel. YouTube did not make any huge changes this week, so if you were already subscribed, most likely you're still subscribed. But make sure, if you haven't subscribed yet, to get on there, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, check out all those awesome videos. And of course, my own personal Instagram account, which is SoCalSean, that's right at SoCalSean, S-O-C-A-L-S-E-A-N. Uh, got lots of great photos going up on there, so make sure you're, you're following on the Instagram as well. Uh, and of course, most importantly, all-encompassing of those, those things I just mentioned would be SeanO'RourkeLive.com. That's right, SeanO'RourkeLive.com is our official website for everything that is Go Tell to the Wall, Common Sense Sundays, and Sean O'Rourke Live. Uh, so make sure you bookmark that one, check back off, and you're also going to find our blog posts uh, exclusive photos that don't get posted anywhere else, and of course our Patreon campaign. Please help us out uh, if you have the means to do so. We're actually on a huge push, which I'm going to talk about in, in just a couple minutes here. Uh, so, so please help us out because we got a lot of new great stuff coming down the pipe. Uh, and honestly, if you want to, this isn't even so much just supporting, uh, but the new stuff that's coming down the pipe. If, if you want to be first in line, kind of on a lot of that that conceptual stuff and and giving your opinion and and whatever it might be uh then make sure you're on patreon because because uh 
that that's all going to end up paying off to many of you, especially those of you that have been patrons for for years now. Uh, and of course, our merch website, you're going to link directly from SeanOfWorkLive.com. You'll find t-shirts, mugs, all kinds of great stuff on there. Get yourself some merch, uh, some some common sense merch with uh, with Go Tell It to the Wall themed stuff on there. Uh, and actually, there's something I, I just I noticed this the other night, uh, and it was an update that came through. And I, I have a feeling I might end up regretting this. But on SeanOfWorkLive.com, we've always had a contact form. Well, my website host decided they were going to add one of those chat function boxes, and I saw it the other night. Uh, and uh, it's going to be interesting if, as people start noticing it's there, because uh, some people like to kind of send me messages through the website. Of course, people that aren't social media users, and and people that don't want to to put their hatred. <laughs> out in a public space because uh, there's a lot of people out there that do not like me shocking i know i just i don't know why i'm such a lovable guy uh i mean my wife loves me i don't know how many people beyond that but i digress uh you, you can actually <laughs> chat directly on there so we'll see how that goes <laughs> that should be fun uh, and as I just mentioned with the with the Patreon stuff a minute ago, we're on a huge subscriber push right now. Uh, we got some new concepts coming down the pipe, some 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 exciting stuff coming along. Uh, but what I want to what I want to ensure is that we have we've we've kind of beefed up our subscribers and our numbers as much as possible uh, as we're we're kind of moving into this next phase of of Go Tell It to the Wall and, and Common Sense Sundays and everything. It's really this next phase of Go Tell It to the Wall. Everything falls under the Sean O'Rourke Live uh, Go Tell to the Wall umbrella. It's just we've done Common Sense Sundays for the past uh, almost year now because we had to switch up formats, thank, thanks COVID and all this other stuff. Uh, so, so make sure that you're subscribed. Uh, but also, it, it, I've, I've said this so many times, and do, for other people out there, other broadcasters, influencers, artists, whatever, musicians, it's so easy to, to click a like button and to click a share button. So, so please, make sure you're subscribed uh, and tell, tell your friends. Tell them to subscribe, recommend it, whatever it might be. We really want to have those numbers beefed up over the next month here, uh, as as we're embarking into to new av not even not even new avenues, just new exciting things that we're doing uh, as a big push here for for Go Tell It to the Wall. Uh, so please, please, please help us out on that front. I know we have a lot of people out there uh, that maybe aren't social media users. If you're not a social media user, just tell tell your friend that you're talking to. I know you're not seeing a lot of people. Like out in public as much, but just you know, whoever you're talking, hey, check this out, you know, or tell them to check out something else you really like. It doesn't it doesn't have to be me, you know? All right, let's get into some digital trends here. Now that we're through all that, that was that was like so much housekeeping. I don't know what was going on there. That's just this happens sometimes. All right, digital trends. I don't want to spend a ton of time on this, but I do want to talk about a couple of ridiculous things. Uh, and it, but before I get to those ridiculous things, I want to talk about an awesome thing that you've probably seen. Uh, and this is the the Josh fight that occurred this past weekend. We had seen these things popping up where some random guy named Josh decided to challenge all the other Joshes in the world to a fight. And whoever won, won the fight uh, got to keep the name Josh. Because Josh, I guess, is a fairly common name. It seems like a fairly common name. I mean, it's not... Uh, I mean, depending what age you are, Michael is a... Is a that, that Michael and Jennifer were the, the two most common names... Uh, like ar around the time when I was born and, you know, many, many of my generation, e either slightly before, slightly after even Michael and Jennifer, <laughs> number one names. Uh, and it's funny. I have so many friends named Jennifer, quite a few named Michael. My middle name's Michael. Uh, so I'm, so I'm familiar with that, but apparently Josh is also a big name. I, I know. I, I, and I, not, as I say that, I'm like, I do know quite a few Joshes. 
so they had a big fight to determine who was the ultimate Josh. And, of course, a young kid won. Uh, and, obviously, it wasn't a real fight. They weren't, like, throwing punches and stuff. It looked like they were fighting with a bunch of pool noodles, uh, which was awesome. This, it, was, it was wholesome fun. They actually raised money uh, for a children's hospital in the area. This happened, uh, as I mentioned, in Nebraska. Um, so this, this is a great, fun use of social media. Uh, and I'm, I'll tell you right now. Uh, anyone else out there, if, if you're going to bring it, uh, bring on the Sean fight. Bring it on. The funny thing is we can actually, like, I don't think Sean is as common as Michael or Josh, maybe. But if you took my full name, we could actually probably have an, a Sean O'Rourke fight to determine who gets to keep the Sean O'Rourke name. My name is very common, uh, depending where you are in the world. I've mentioned this before. That, that is the joke uh, when I say the one and only Sean because I'm nowhere near the one and only Sean O'Rourke. Uh, so so I, I'm ready for the Sean fight. Let's bring it. Let's let's try to do it in Southern California. I don't know if I would travel for something like this, uh, but Southern California, I'll, I'll drive a little. I'm not, not probably not getting on a plane for a fun social media stunt, but I do appreciate this. Uh, it looked like a lot of fun out there. And like I said, the, there's a kid that won, and obviously all, everyone's like, ah, the kid's going to win. And, you know, it's just, just a lot of fun. Good use of social media. Uh, here is the bad side of social media. Uh, and, and why you can't always take things serious. I mean, you never can take things seriously. Like, I do I do enjoy getting my news to an extent from uh, Twitter. It's just, however, I take everything with a grain of salt, especially when you go into the trending. You know, we, we've talked about this before. It's not hard to get weird things trending. I don't mean weird is a bad thing. It's just you're like, what? Like, uh, I think today or yesterday... Uh, pancakes and waffles were trending on Twitter because someone asked, what's the better breakfast food, pancakes or waffles? Uh, if, if you're not aware, it's French toast, so I don't know why that wasn't trending. But I, that's, what, that's what happens on social platforms. And here's a great example of something that was trending that really shouldn't have been trending. Uh, and that would be hashtag we love Gina Carano. Yeah, that Gina Carano. The, the, the hateful one who got fired by the mouse and still won't just shut up. She's out there spouting off things, got her other little... You know, conservative people, studio, whatever. I don't even see, I don't even care enough to understand what she's fully doing. I know she's got some kind of weird contract. Uh, but this was trending on social platforms uh, over the past couple days. And if you really go and look at this, this is why I say the bad side of it uh, and, and taking things with a grain of salt is what happened was the, the Twitter account for Gina Carano.net, <laughs> probably associated, I'm, I'm going to guess associated with Gina Carano. She couldn't even get a dot com. That's my favorite. Like, GinaCarano.net. You always laugh at those. Now, if, like, and no offense to any of my listeners out there that have their own site, but if you're if you're supposed to be a Hollywood actress, like, get a dot .com. Not, not that hard. I got a dot .com. I'm a nobody. Uh, but we saw that this this was completely just spawned from this Twitter account, and and I went and scrolled through because I was curious. I was like, what? The? And some people are like, we love Gina Carano. I'm sure there's some organic love of Gina Carano. I'm not saying that. I don't want to see anything with her in it but other people do obviously i mean people still like ted nugent <laughs> voted for that orange guy we people voted for that orange guy uh so i get it but if you scroll through you see it's just this they're just spamming twitter like we're just going to tweet every five seconds and that's how it ends up in trending not even not even organic trend it's people messing with algorithms which is why i always say like don't worry about the freaking algorithm when it comes to social media just do you just do you stop worrying about algorithms stop putting out posts that are, i don't think anyone's seeing my as an experiment please like my like, okay 
thirsty much? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, so don't don't believe the hype. We love Gina Carano. <laughs> I don't. I don't know any personal friend that likes her that even likes her. So that's enough of that. Uh, and here we have the gross side of social media. So I kind of wanted to go, you know, full circle here. The gross side of social media. I don't know if this one didn't catch as much fire, but it it had some some basis behind it. Uh, April 24th was trending on Twitter, like kind of late in the week. And what happened was there was a couple of guys on TikTok uh, that decided April 24th was going to be, and I can't remember exactly what they called it. They called it like National Day, something stupid. Like, And I'm not saying if naming something National Day is stupid. The, what they were doing and then using, like, it, it was all stupid. <laughs> so, but what they insisted, and I shouldn't even laugh because it's not funny. Uh, what they they declared was that April 24th was going to be uh, national sexually assault a, a woman day or something along those lines. And they started this trend on TikTok. Now, it didn't catch much fire, but people were obviously aware of this. And here's the thing. I don't care if it's a million people. I don't care if it's a thousand people. I don't care if it's a hundred people. I don't care if it's two dudes sitting in a basement. There's no excuse for this. This is absolutely the gross side of social media. Uh, I saw, I just, and I couldn't, I, I, it was definitely a little scary because I thought, and I said to my wife, I was like, have, have you heard about this? This, this April 24th, and she hadn't. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I don't know. And she, and she even really brushed it off. But I was like, here's the thing. And I said this to her. You know, who would have thought just tons of people would start, uh, oh, my gosh, attacking the Capitol on January 6th? You never thought that happened. But what it, it was all started organically by these groups that wanted to do this. So you never know with something like this. As much as we're not see, we didn't see it catch fire or really you didn't get any news reports about it or anything, you never know. And trust me, April 24th was yesterday. I was prepared. I was prepared. Uh, and I was, I was re- and not that I was going to go out looking for people, but I was ready. And, and here's the thing is, and this was my exact, and, and I was prepared if I happened to see something happening in my neighborhood, you know, see something, say something, essentially. I know it's such a cliche, huh, but I was also thinking, I was like, I would have loved, loved for them to try bringing that to my neighborhood. <laughs> And I will laugh at that. Uh, good luck in Highland Park. That's that's all I gotta say. That's that's why the mega, like the the mega, you know, rallies and stuff and the the protesting never made its way through Highland Park. That's when suddenly the hipsters and the gangbangers come together. You know, the hipsters and the gangs here in Highland Park come together to eradicate. And that's what would happen if something like April twenty fourth was happening in this neighborhood. <laughs> It'd be like our neighborhood out. I would have. I I not. And I realize that I say I would have loved to. I wouldn't have loved to see it. Um, I, I reference that more in the way that I would have loved to see a MAGA <laughs> crowd, a bunch of Trump supporters out here, uh, in, in in my my neighborhood of Highland Park. If you know Highland Park, you know that would not go well at all. At all, just wouldn't go well. Uh, and one last. And here's the thing: those three points. Just remember, social media mostly fake. You know, you don't know what other people are going through. Just tread carefully through it. Take everything with a grain of salt. Just and just tread carefully. Know that that you don't know the full story on anything, you know. Absolutely not. And we're gonna talk more about that in mental health, actually. But before we get there, let's get into some COVID updates. Uh, the Johnson and Johnson vaccine is back on the market. I was gonna say on the market. I I guess it's not on the market. It's because it's not being sold. It, it's back out in the world, and people are able to get the Johnson and Johnson vaccine again uh, after that pause they had because of of uh, some some health issues with with a few different people 
Um, so, so make sure you're getting your vaccine. In fact, I saw someone, uh, one of my friends just posted on like Facebook or something this, this morning. Um, and I can't think of where it, it was somewhere here in Southern California. I want to say it was, uh, like Cal state LA or, or one of those. And they just, they were just taking drive up vaccines. You didn't even need an appointment. Uh, so get out there, get your damn shot. It's time. Uh, I did take some joy in this one. Ted Nugent. That racist, hateful son of a bitch. <laughs> it's amazing, Ted Nugent. Like, just amazing to to realize that somebody can be as stupid as he is. Ted Nugent, uh, he came down with COVID. And the best part about this and why I will laugh is because karma, karma's a bitch, Ted. It sure is. And what's with people named Ted? Not, I, I, I don't think I can think of a single person named Ted right now that's doing good in the world. Now, to be fair, I'm sure there are Ted's out there. No offense to all the Ted's out there. Uh, maybe you guys should have a fight and just throw Ted Nugent and Ted Cruz in the middle. And it won't even be the last Ted standing. It's just be like, get rid of the bad Ted's. I'm kidding. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not admonishing violence toward politicians or aging rock stars. Uh, but Ted Nugent, karma's a bitch. He, he completely denied COVID. Thought it was a hoax. All these other things. And apparently he's had a bit of a rough time with COVID. Uh, so, so hail, hail fellow well met, Ted. <laughs> All I gotta say. Maybe COVID will finish the job there. All right, anti-vaxxers. This one's got me. This one, there's just, there's no excuse for this. And we've already seen stuff like this, like the with the vaccine passports and all this other stuff. Like, get the fuck out of here. Uh, there's anti-vaxxers that are now wearing yellow Star of David's, uh, you know, the Jewish symbol Star of David on, on their shirts and whatever to say that they will not get vaccinated. And they're comparing uh, people that are getting vaccinated and people insisting others get vaccinated. They're comparing them to Nazis, which is why they are wearing these, these, the star David on themselves. And if you're, if you're not familiar with this, uh, it was actually something that was prevalent in the Holocaust. Uh, they made Jewish people wear the star on them as they were, you know, being moved from camp to camp, whatever else. Um, so, we have people here that, that are comparing uh, not wanting to get a vaccine uh, to being eradicated during the Holocaust. Here's the thing. I, regardless of where you stand on the vaccine, I mean, science. Science is great. I highly recommend science to everyone out there. I know I joke about big math, big science. Nothing wrong with big science. Watch out for big math. Nothing wrong with big science. Highly recommend it. Get into it. Learn. Science. It's a thing. Literally makes the world go round. Hmm. Hmm. So that's one thing. But to then essentially make a mockery of the Holocaust, of an entire of an entire culture of people, because you don't want to get a little shot in your arm. It's truly astounding. It really is. The thought process from some people. People thought that was a good idea. And they, just, they don't care about how insulting it is, how ignorant it is, how anti-science it is. They don't care. They think they're making a statement. They think they're they're heroic and patriotic and all of that. Like, no, no, you're just stupid. Man, like I just that's the thing. I I'm kind of like you know what? Even even after it's safe and we have herd immunity, I don't want to be around people. People in the world like that. That's for sure. 
All right, mental health. I don't want to get into a lot this week, but I do want to touch on this. And something I've talked about a bit previously, uh, but I, I definitely want to reiterate it and know that it's it's extra prevalent kind of right now uh, in the world. And that's so first of all, find kind of finding yourself in a hole. Now, a lot of people are there right now. Uh, I've been there and I told you I'm kind of finally re-energized a little bit. I don't know why. I'm just finally re-energized a little bit. I was in a bit of a hole. I'm still in a bit of a hole. Still feeling like I'm on an island. You know, I, I'm, I'm my poor wife <laughs> constantly complaining her like, ah, this is killing me and all. This. You know, but the thing is, you can actually get pushed further down a hole through social media. And that is exacerbated right now because we have spent the past year not really socializing in person near as much as, as we usually do. And I, I know there's some plenty of people out there that this is kind of the same for them. Uh, but even me, as, as an introvert, granted an extroverted introvert, this is a lot less social interaction than I'm used to. I haven't been around as many people as I'm used to. So it's exacerbated because people are digging themselves further into this hole with social media. And everyone's leaning on social media, which is great because it is a way to stay connected. You know, Zoom is taken off because everyone's got to use Zoom now, you know, and th there are benefits to that. I've made quite a few friends uh, over the past year just through social media. And it's funny. I actually I realized this a couple days ago um, as if, oh, my God, and this probably wasn't even talked much about it. But if you know me and you followed the page uh, even prior to Common Sense Sundays, uh, it was the one year anniversary of the Barstool Preachers uh, When This World Ends music video. And it was funny because I'm in the music video. My daughter's in the music video. Uh, and, and I knew a couple people in the music video when it came out, but I, and I hadn't watched it in months and I watched it again the other day cause it'd been one year. So of course I go and post it in our, our, you know, the Barstool Preachers fan group, uh, that we run here. And, uh, and, and as I watching it again, I went, oh my gosh, it's funny how many more people in this music video I now know and haven't even met in person necessarily. Uh, but that now I, that I now know, uh, through social media from, you know, so there are advantages to it. But you have to remember that there's more to life. You have to remember that we're going to come out on the other side. You're going to be able to hug your friends and family again. Let's calm down with it. You know, I've no, I'm, I'm not a huge hugger, but I'm, I'm a hugger. Like, I'm a burner. So burners, burners hug. That's what they do. Uh, but maybe we can, we can back off on the hugging just a little bit because we don't need to be getting all up in each other's business necessarily. But that's all going to come back. So don't take all of your worth from social media. Don't focus on that as, as your entire world. I know right now it seems like it is your entire world, but it's going to change. It's going to get back to, to at least more or less what it was before, obviously with some changes. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to buffets anymore. That's for damn sure. People sneezing and stuff. I didn't like those to begin with. Definitely not going anymore. Uh, you know, so certain things, but don't, we will get back there. And you don't know people's full stories. That's what's so funny is it's, it's so easy to look uh, really cool on social media to people that don't really know you at all. Uh, so save your jealousy. Because the thing is, someone might be going through something and they're just trying to make themselves look really cool, you know, cool for lack of a better word, really sociable or whatever it might be because they're covering up for something else. They're making up for something else. This is, that's what makes them feel good. So save the jealousy. And keep this in mind, because this is something long before social media existed. And it's something I learned as a, as a film student in film school, going to film school. 
Uh, and if, if, and I'm sure it's probably still this way nowadays, but social media is probably taking a little bit away from that. When I was in film school here in LA, we went to Hollywood every, at least every Thursday. That was kind of the marketing industry night in Hollywood at the time. And sometimes Friday, but Thursday night was, that was the night for, for young film, uh, you know, people in the industry, students, whatever else it might be. And you'd go, you'd go to these clubs and, and bars and, you know, you'd socialize and you'd network and you would inevitably end up smoking on the on the, uh, you know, the patio, the outdoor area and exchanging little business cards, you know, that you got. And I learned learned at that time, couldn't even tell you who the hell it was. Random producer told me this as I'm out networking in Hollywood, drunk, probably chain smoking cigarettes on. He said to me, you know, he, he said, everyone can be a producer if you if you put it on your business card. Like, holy shit, you're right. <laughs> just, it's piece. So think of social media as like business cards. You can put whatever you want out there. You know, you don't know what else they're going through. So save the jealousy, save your mental health for your, for the stuff that does is, is pertinent to your life. You know, and I know it's tough, but do your best. I, I sit here and I spout off about mental health and everything else. And I'm guilty of it as well very 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 guilty of it as well like I will admit that no doubt without question alright let's get into some parenting here Oof. it's dry in here I think we've had some dry weather here in LA uh, lately because like my, my skin is real you know like you know how you get that feeling uh, and for those of you that live in cold air it's, it's like during the winter when you're constantly running your heat and it's just like dry you know, it's felt like that uh, lately, which is terrifying because we have ha- we have not had the rain here in California. So for those of you that are familiar with wildfires in California, uh, we're in for one this year. Not one. We're in for a lot. It's going to be a rough fire season here in California, unfortunately. And the dry weather in April is not making me feel great about it. All right, parenting. Oh, man. Had a successful movie night last night with my kiddo, my four-year-old. Uh, and it's an old movie. And it's funny because I turned to my wife like a couple jokes and I was like, I forgot how many adult jokes there are in this. And not like gross adult jokes, but just jokes that uh, very much back to the uh, like 80s Disney movies where there's these jokes in there for the parents. Uh, And that would be Cars, Cars, the Pixar film. Uh, I'd seen it before, but it's been a very, very, very long time since I had seen it. And and my daughter was, I want to watch that. You know, we're trying to get her trying out new movies. Uh, fantastic film, but I will say for all the parents out there, because you always end up running into, and I've talked about this before, uh, like funky things in movies. We talked about this with Hercules, like that, that dragon in Hercules, where you're like, no, that dragon is kind of scary. I'm 40 years old, and that was scary, you know? Uh, cars, none of that. So if you're looking, you know, for something that, you know, Disney movies, and that's the thing, like even with Finding Nemo, the beginning, and the Barracuda, like, geez, spoiler alert, but if, you know, the Barracuda, and it, like that, that's a little scary. There's none of that in Cars. I mean, Lightning McQueen gets lost in the desert, but it's not like, oh my God, you know, it's nobody, you know, unlike most Disney movies, no parents die or anything. It's pretty, pretty straightforward. So if you're looking for one of those, remember Cars is a great one. Also very entertaining uh, for the parents. I, I was, and at the end, I'm watching the end and I was like, I forgot how much I love the end of this movie. Like the, it's very just heartwarming and funny. It's, it's nice. It's, it's a great film. Um, you know, great kids film. I'm probably not going to be watching it by myself, but you know, if, if that becomes one that we have to watch a few times, I won't mind cars as much as frozen for the love of God. 
Oh, I can't do Frozen anymore. I'm done with Frozen 2 as well. I will. I mean, I like the Kristoff sequence, but that's enough Frozen. Uh, oh, speaking of entertainment, uh, for those of you that watch Daniel Tiger, you might already be aware of this, but they recently added a Max, a character named Max uh, to Daniel Tiger. He's special needs. And I haven't caught exactly, you know, I'm sure they have specifically said what his special need is. Um, but they have done a great job, the couple of episodes that I've seen, with really explaining, uh, you know, what some children deal with. And my kid is seeing this, and I, I know this is beneficial to other kids because it really, especially when it hits on, you know, kids are trying to talk to Max, other kids, like Daniel, and he's like, why is Max ignoring me? But the, either a teacher or a parent comes in, they say, no, no, it's okay. Max just needs some extra time, or Max can't do the loud noises. And explaining that it's that everybody's a little different. And that it doesn't mean he doesn't want to play, it doesn't mean he doesn't like you. It just means that he's it, it takes him a little longer on certain things, whatever it might be. And they have done a fantastic job uh, so far on Daniel Tiger, and I highly, highly, highly recommend this to you. Because that's the thing. Like, when I was a kid... God, even even in the 90s, like I, I was not a kid, I was a teenager in the 90s, but even in the 90s, it you, we didn't have this open dialogue about it. And what would happen is kids don't, they're not exposed to this, not all kids are, and then they're put in a situation where they suddenly are exposed to it and they don't know what to do. And I'm not saying they need to be well-educated in how to, to approach a special needs kid, but just to understand that maybe that kid's not ignoring them. Maybe that kid just isn't comfortable and it has nothing to do with them. It just has to do with a certain situation. So good on PBS and Daniel Tiger for this. Uh, and it also, it's also reminded me, because, and I, I believe I've mentioned her before, uh, Julia on Sesame Street is another great character. Uh, she's obviously a Muppet on Sesame Street who has special needs, and they've done a great job with, with her as well in explaining uh, and, and making kids aware because that's the thing, is, is if we just make kids aware of, of certain things, then it's, they don't get into weird situations where they're maybe laughing or they're confused or whatever it might be. It's simply education and exposure. Much like with mental health and mental illness. Uh, one more thing I want to talk about here in parenting. This is the thing I had saved from last week. I, I just I, This has come up again recently. Uh, we know from studies... Many, many studies. Spanking is bad. You shouldn't spank your kids. You shouldn't hit your kids. You shouldn't spank your kids. It's bad. We know this based on studies. Psychological studies. It's not good for the kids. You shouldn't be doing it. However, it's still very prevalent in the United States. Today, still very prevalent in the United States. In fact, there was a 2018 survey, and 66% of parents surveyed think that not only approve of spanking, but think spanking is necessary to raising a child. Necessary. Think about that. Like, not that you're like, well, yeah, maybe you got to give them a spanking. Like, no, it's you need to spank them. That's what's happening here. 66% of parents in the United States. 66. Two-thirds. Two-thirds. That's a majority of parents in the United States, 2018. Uh, they should have surveyed me. I was a parent in 2018. I would have said, hell no. Bottom line, don't hit your kids. Don't hit your kids. There's other ways to teach your children. Hitting is not the way to do it. I see it now and then when I'm out at like the park. There was one a couple years ago where I just, ugh, just walk in, in in my neighborhood in Highland Park in the main part, and and you know a kid, a a, a young girl, like, uh, she started crying. And she kind of like if you have kids, you've probably seen this, or if you have people, you have friends with kids, you've you've probably seen something similar. The kid just was like no and sat down for a minute. 
And the dad just reached down, and I'm 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 not kidding you. It would have hurt me. Whap! Right on the bottom. And I was like, holy shit. Took all my strength to not say anything. I was like, this is not my, you know. And to be fair, if I if I see a kid getting beat up, that that is something you need to step in on. You know, I don't know that seeing a kid getting spanked at the park uh, is something that you really have a right to to go crazy on necessarily. Um, now, obviously, there's a line. I don't know what that line is, but uh, but I wasn't going to get into it with this guy. But you see it. Breaks my heart. Bottom line, don't hit your kids. Just don't do it. You know, and if, if you have like close friends or relatives and you, and you can have a frank conversation with them, inform them as well. Inform them. Don't, you know, cause a huge rift or anything. But if you have a genuine, frank conversation about these things, if, if, uh, if it exists around you, because it's, it's gross. No, no kids should be hit. They shouldn't. Obviously, I, yeah, no, we, we don't have time for that. Not this week. But I've been there. Biological father. Very abusive. Common sense. Uh, this one's great. And I won't say Joe Biden is, you know, I, I don't love the guy, but I think he's doing a great job. And it's funny because you see all these these surveys and like even Republicans that have, have been surveyed and they're like, we don't. We disagree with a lot of what he does, but he's just he's he's genuine and he's just a nice dude. So we're not really you know what I mean? I feel, like, I feel like Obama was too, but maybe because he was black, you you found something to attack. I digress. Uh, President Joe Biden recognized recently recognized the Armenian genocide. This is huge news for the Armenian community. Um, now, if you're familiar with Southern California, I live in Highland Park, which is right next to Glendale. I can almost like throw a rock to Glendale. I can't quite, but I can almost throw a rock to Glendale, at least the one side of it. Uh, biggest Armenian population in the world, I believe. I said country, and I think my wife corrected me recently and was like, the world. And I was like, oh, maybe. Well, and because of the Armenian genocide, genocide like, yeah, no, it, that I would believe it. Um, so a lot of, a lot of close friends uh, that are Armenian. And I, and I know this is something that's been a huge, huge thing for that community for so long. In fact, I had a teacher in film school uh, who was shooting a, a documentary with the band System of a Down. Uh, they were actually traveling to Turkey. Uh, to, to shoot stuff for the documentary about the Armenian Genocide. That was 2005. We were already well aware of the Armenian Genocide before that, and now here we are in 2021 and finally have a president who is recognizing the Armenian Genocide. So good on you, Biden. Um, and, and, and I don't want to say congrats to the Armenian community, uh, but just I know this is a, is a, is a big step uh, just, just kind of in your culture and, and depending on your age, kind of what you fought for for a long time. And, and we're seeing at least some of it come to fruition uh, here in the United States. All right, now we'll move on to the shitty common sense. Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, that Caitlyn Jenner. Water. Could have used a sip of whiskey for that one. Caitlyn Jenner has come out and said that she is going to run for governor of California as a Republican. Yep. I talked about this last week. Matthew McConaughey shouldn't be running for governor of Texas. Caitlyn Jenner should not be running for governor of California. At all. Zero political experience on top of that. It's really a shame because people lifted her up as this LGBTQ ally and all these other things. She's a Republican. She aligns with a party that doesn't care about LGBTQ rights at all. In fact, factions of that party have tried to take away rights, have taken away the rights of trans people, of LGBTQ people. So I don't care what Caitlyn Jenner looks like. Her values do not align with the LGBTQ community. I'm not in the LGBT community, 
community myself, but I am a big supporter of it. And I like I saw this coming and many from that community came out and said, no, that is she does not align with what with our values. Rich white woman from California. And I would like to say, uh, you may think this is people. And, and that's the thing. A lot of news is coming out. Oh, this isn't going to happen. He won't get recalled. Uh, please do not discount the joke votes. Do not discount a bunch of 18, 19, 20-year-olds who really dislike the government and don't care for the government and think it's a joke going out and voting for Caitlyn Jenner. Do not discount it. I can tell you from experience. I was one of the people that helped get the governor elected. First time I ever voted in an election. Why? Because I thought it was fucking hilarious. I was 19 and I thought it was hilarious. I might have been 20. I was like, this is hilarious. F the government. Ha, ha, ha. Don't discount that. Can't let this happen. Common sense says Caitlyn Jenner should not be running for governor. And God help us if she somehow gets elected. Uh, we had a hardcore show in the New York area. I believe it was the New York area. There's videos floating around social media. Fortunately uh, for me, most of my friends are sharing this video and saying, what the F are you guys doing? It's a big hardcore show. Uh, now, granted, it was outdoors. It looked like it was in a park or something. People packed together. Hundreds of people, shoulder to shoulder, no masks. Watching a show. Granted, outside, but packed together like sardines. No, I didn't see a single mask in the video. I'm sure there was like two people wearing masks somewhere. I didn't see a single one in the video. Uh, way to ruin shit. Like, that's what's happening here. Just You're, you're ruining shit. You're going to make numbers spike again. And then everyone who's been responsible is going to get punished while you got to go out and do stupid things at a super spreader event. <sighs> I can't with people anymore. I just, I, it's like, really? Really? Couldn't wait a little bit longer? Even those, the people with EDC, Electric Daisy Carnival, they finally, they moved it. They're like, oh yeah, no, we can't do this in May. Not going to work. But no, we got a bunch of idiots at a park there. Shoulder to shoulder. Uh, I will say one fun thing that I caught on the socials this morning, because I think it happened yesterday. Uh, there was a UFC fight, Ultimate Fighting Championship, whatever. I'm not, I don't watch that UFC stuff. It's just, it's not for me. Um, like it's really not. I don't even like watching the highlights. Once in a while, because I'll, I'll go on social media. Uh, like when Conor McGregor got knocked out a month ago or so, and I, like people were, people were posting, oh my God, is Conor okay? And I was like, wait, what? So I did go and look at that one. I was like, oh, Oh, yeah, no. So once in a while, okay. but I'm not, a, I don't want to, you know, I'm not going to sit there watching a fight. It's just, it's not for me. I won't, if you enjoy watching, it's fine. I'll, I'll watch some boxing now and then, but I, I'm not into the UFC. However, I'm I'm sorry I did miss this part because I would have thoroughly enjoyed it. Apparently at the event last night, uh, Jake Paul was there who thinks he's a boxer now. Um, <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, Jake Paul, a uh, great friend of Go Tell to the Wall. Not really. Uh, we have hated Jake Paul pretty much since the beginning of Go Tell to the Wall when he was doing stupid things, harassing his neighbors. Uh, making fun of cultures, uh, yeah, all kinds of ridiculous things. Well, he showed up at the UFC fight, and uh, the UFC fans there in attendance started a chant of, fuck Jake Paul. So imagine, fuck Jake Paul, fuck Jake Paul. I was kind of like, oh, no, I could get into some of that, because honestly, fuck Jake Paul. Uh, so that was happening at UFC. Hopefully that guy's going to go away soon. I'm, I'm kind of done with that, but he's got fans. I don't understand how he has fans. Do you see the guy? <laughs> that's the poster child of, 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 the, of the that that is the guy who your mothers all warned you 
not to talk to. Not even date. Like, male, female, whatever. They say, see that kid? You're not allowed to play with him. That's Jake Paul. All right, entertainment news. Songbird. Have you seen this on Hulu? It's a, it's a movie on Hulu. Uh, it's all about COVID-23, as in COVID in the year 2023, where everyone's been locked down since 2020. Three years of lockdown. Uh, I saw this. Who the fuck is watching this? I, like, genuinely, who the fuck is watching something about three years of pandemic quarantine from COVID? I don't even I don't understand at all the audience for this. Wall fans, if, if you're out there and you watch this thing or you are the audience, please shoot me a message because I don't understand the audience at all. Unless you just you're you just want the world to end because even an introvert's probably like three years of this. Nah. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, so so good luck with that. Hulu. <sighs> all these streaming services, they're just like throwing shit out. They're like, ah, see what sticks. It's the old pasta method. See if it sticks to the wall. Songbird's not sticking to the wall, Hulu. No. Oh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, so I, I watched this show. I, I got all the way through it. If, if the finale of the, the series. They're doing all these mini-series with Marvel and Disney+. Plus. Um, I enjoyed it to an extent, but I, I'm realizing, and this is the same thing from, from WandaVision, uh, and Mandalorian was another example of that. But especially with Marvel, uh, you need to be a hardcore fan for a lot of this stuff. Like, you really have, and that's really, and I have no problem with it, but that's what Marvel and Disney are doing here is they're they're building this huge universe where you have to watch everything, it seems like. And don't get me wrong, I appreciated parts of it. I appreciated the social justice aspect of it. Um, There's a lot of great things. And I enjoy... um, Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie. I think they're good actors. Uh, you know, I, I enjoyed their performances. Um, but it's all, it's just, I realize when I watch certain things like that, like I'm just not personally enough into Marvel to, to really fully appreciate this, this world they're building and, and like how it's, it's too, it's too much knowledge for me to retain. Like just on a, personally, like I wouldn't, if people are super into it and they know every little nuance and tr- I have friends that know every little nuance of everything. And I'm like, what the F are you talking? Like, we'll start, we'll be talking about a movie or something. They're like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what are you talking about? I watched the movie. That's not in there. And they're like, oh no, it's in, it's in comic, comic number 329 from whatever. I didn't, nothing against comics. I, but there's a lot of comics out there, you know, there's no, but if that's what you do. Same thing with sports. Like I enjoy sports and people will start talking to me about like really intricate stuff with professional sports. And I'm like, that's cool, but I, like I'm, I'm eyeball test. I like watching it, and I listen to a little sports radio. I'll read some articles, but I like I, I couldn't tell you who the number one minor leaguer for every team is in baseball, or you know who's who's getting called up. I, mean, I, I, I don't know any of that stuff. It's too much for me. It's, it's, it's too much, too much for me. Oh man, Dropkick Murphys. We are less than a week away. This coming Friday, their new album is dropping, and then of course on Saturday they have their live stream scheduled uh, on Saturday. Maybe maybe we'll do some little live things from it. I'll, I'm gonna. I've got a little setup in in my uh, on my deck here in my yard, uh, so I'll be sitting outside there watching uh, the Dropkick Murphys live stream. Maybe we'll have some fun with some of the live stuff, uh, like some some Go Tell Us the Wall live stuff. Um, I can't remember. I want to say it's like five o'clock Pacific time, 
but just just look on Facebook. There's a whole bunch of events for it. Follow Dropkick Murphys on Facebook. I will be downloading that album uh, first thing Friday morning, which is what I do when the when certain albums drop, and then uh, we'll we'll maybe have a little review of it uh, next episode. Uh, but definitely watch. This. I'm gonna enjoy that live stream. All right, and something we kind of got away from, but I want to do now and make sure we're doing more of it is the uh, weekly entertainment, but, you know, like podcast, broadcaster, influencer, smaller, uh, not smaller in stature, but lesser known musician type recommendations. And I think I've done these guys before, but I want to do it again, especially right now with the next thing I'm going to talk about. Uh, That would be the Cinema Craptaculous podcast. Uh, hosted by quite a f- actually a few friends of mine. Uh, John Ford is one of the main hosts, uh, who, but then he has a couple, and he has other people that work with him that I don't know personally, and then he has a couple of other friends that are mutual friends uh, that that also work on it. A lot of great stuff coming out of there, especially if you're a film buff, um, you know, really into to films. Um, and I wouldn't say like not not like super geeky like Gone with the Wind and. Trust me, like artsy stuff necessarily, but just if you're really into film and 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 fun stories and and and, and everything else, uh, Cinema Craptaculous will be right up your alley. Uh, so check them out. They're they're available uh, on pretty much every platform. Uh, I think I have them on either Google or on Spotify. Yeah, I, I can't remember. Like, because I, I I kind of rotate through and I'm like, oh yeah, which uh, uh, I use, but Spotify and Google Podcasts are kind of my main my main ones for listening to other stuff. And I they're all I know they're on iTunes. Um, they're on or on Apple Podcasts. It's just I don't have any Apple devices, so it's very rare that I'm listening uh, via Apple. Uh, so check them out, Cinema Craptaculous, and especially because right now tonight, coincidentally, uh, is the 2021 Academy Awards uh, happening tonight, which is not something that I am into. I haven't been in the Academy Awards for a very very long time. Uh, I was required to be for a while as a film student. I was still required to be for a while as a uh, as as a uh, as a a marketing. Uh, person for Disney Channel and Radio Disney, uh, so it's just it's not something for me. But it's obviously very popular, and people will be watching the red carpet and everything else. And if you're into the Oscars, uh, Cinema Craptacular is going to have some great stuff out there for you as well. I'm not, and even if you're not necessarily listening right because Oscars are tonight, even if you're not necessarily listening right before the Oscars, uh, lots of great stuff related to that that you can then listen to after the fact. Especially if you're watching, you're like, what, what, what film is? Chances are, Cinema Craptacular, they got it. So check them out. Uh, we'll we'll share that in the Facebook uh, page as well. We'll get it out there somewhere. I don't know. Uh, but that would be the recommendation for this week. We're going to make sure we get that weekly from now on because there's a lot of great stuff out there. Uh, and hopefully some hopefully some collaborations coming soon. Something we, we've been looking into, which uh, it's going to be part of the growth that, that we're looking at. Uh, and then also, before we finish up for this week, uh, I do want to point out, and for those of you that are only listening to the audio, you can't see this lovely shirt, but be aware of it. Uh, I am wearing my Bassists Against Racists t-shirt, this one featuring Gabby Chaos from the Venomous Pinks. Uh, you actually cannot buy this t-shirt anymore because, as we've talked about before, they are limited monthly. Uh, this was like the ah, so January or February. I can't remember. No. Yeah, I mean, I've had it for a while. Um, whenever it was. However, you can go on... Uh, Chaos merch if you're in the U.S. Uh, T-Mom merch if you are in Europe. Uh, pick up this month's edition of the Bassists Against Racist shirt. And then now, actually, yeah, we're we're a week away from the next one being announced. Uh, so look for that uh, through Chaos merch. Uh, Lynn Lee from Bad Cop, Bad Cop. 
Team on merch also involved. And of course, one of my absolute favorite artists on the face of the earth, uh, Zombie Teeth, uh, Paul Smith of Zombie Teeth Clothing, uh, who has designed every single Bassist Against Racist shirt. I've only got two of them, but there's like five. I missed out on, I didn't get the Lynn one in time, and there's a couple others that I just, I'm. my wife will kill me if I buy 12 of them. <laughs> she won't kill me, she'll be like, I guess, but I'm getting the ones of... Uh, of bases that either I'm a big fan of or that I actually know. So I have Bungle and and, and Gabby uh, missed out on Lynn because that was the very first one. Uh, so so check them out. Make sure you pick up your bassists against racists T-shirt through Chaos Merch. Uh, oh, we'll we'll share that link too. We we we're trying to get the the photos on Instagram. We'll we'll get that out on Instagram and share the actual link to. Um, in case you have trouble, but just Google Chaos Merch and you can see it right there on, on Chaos Merch. All right. That being said, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, don't forget to like our page on Facebook. Follow our page. They've changed it. It's You don't like the page anymore. You just follow it now. Follow our page on Facebook, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Again, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Also, our YouTube channel. Head over to YouTube. Search go tell it to the wall. Subscribe to our channel. Get in on all those great videos over there. And, of course, my own personal Instagram account, which is at SoCalSean. That's right, at S-O-C-A-L-S-E-A-N. And, most importantly, would be SeanRourkeLive.com, where you're going to find links to all those things I just mentioned, uh, as well as all of our podcast episodes, exclusive photos, blog posts, uh, Patreon, and our merch page. And also, if you want some stickers, hit me up through the website. I'm going to, I sent some out the other day. Postage is cheap on stickers. If you're international, we got to talk about it. <laughs> but uh, postage is cheap on stickers domestically. Uh, so hit me up through the website if you want some some go tell to the wall stickers. I got stacks of them here. I'm probably going to order some more. We got some more stuff coming down the pipes. All right. That's going to do it for episode 44 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell to the Wall, hosted by me, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. And remember, wall fans. Oh, we will be back next week. Same wall place, same wall time. And until then, remember, wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, no matter why you are doing it, always, always use common sense. <laughs>